This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Polaris is facing yet another protest. A federal watchdog has found multiple cases of risky mobile apps downloaded onto ICE devices. And the CIO Council has delivered a new guide for managing cloud services. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Monday, November 6th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Agencies asked and the CIO Council delivered a new guide for managing cloud services. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. A new cloud operations best practices and resource guide aims to answer some of the toughest remaining questions for how best to move the cloud services. The CIO Council's Enterprise Operations Committee and GSA's IT Modernization Division's new resource guide highlights the best practices and advice from 82 experts from 31 agencies for purchasing, managing, and migrating cloud applications. The guide is broken into four main standalone sections, leadership, business management, security, and platform engineering. It also provides templates from everything from assessing cloud readiness to managing supply chains. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Federal Reserve isn't shying away from exploring the use of generative artificial intelligence. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Federal Reserve is looking at different use cases under a generative AI incubator. The central bank works with a lot of data in some areas, like its payment systems and its regulatory and supervision work, could make use of AI assistance. That's according to the Federal Reserve's Chief Innovation Officer, Sunena Tuteja. This construct really enables us to interrogate this technology and apply this technology with a bias for action. And Tuteja says generative AI won't replace humans at the Fed, but instead augment their work as a partner. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Veterans Health Administration is training up the next generation of its human resources workforce. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. VHA more than doubled its hiring goals for fiscal 2023, but the agency is now focused on hiring the hirers. The agency, through its HR Star program, is taking new graduates and putting them through a year of training before starting the job. The HR Star program saw its first cohort graduate from training last month. David Perry is VHA's Chief Officer for Workforce Management and Consulting. He says it takes a new hire about three years to understand everything about the job. Just because you spent a year in intensive training doesn't mean that you're a subject matter expert. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The General Services Administration Small Business Government-Wide IT Services Contract, known as Polaris, is facing yet another protest. And GSA's handling of mentor, protege, and joint ventures is once again at issue. Akima Data Management filed a complaint with the Government Accountability Office on October 31st. Akima is challenging the latest amendment, the ninth, around letting mentor-protege joint ventures submit revised experience examples as part of their self-scoring proposal. Akima claims that change is unfair and improper. GAO has until February 8th to decide the protest. TSP returns continued to fall in October. For the third month in a row, most thrift savings plan funds posted negative returns. It's not all bad news, however. 
The government securities investment G fund was up 0.4%, marking the only positive returns last month. The C fund marked the highest year-to-date returns at 10.67%. The small cap stock index S fund once again posted the worst return of the month. All lifestyle funds are in the red for the third consecutive month, but for the year remain in the black. A federal watchdog has found multiple cases where users were able to download risky mobile applications on devices managed by Immigration and Customs Enforcement. The Department of Homeland Security Inspector General issued a management alert on the issue just last week. The redacted report found some of the applications included those banned due to spying and national security concerns. The IG blamed the issues on ICE's outdated and overly permissive personal use policy. ICE says it's taken immediate action to block any risky applications. The Navy plans to focus on three strategic priorities, strengthening maritime dominance, building a culture of warfighting excellence, and enhancing strategic partnerships. Navy Secretary Carlos del Toro announced the latest strategic guidance last week. He says they're meant to help modernize the Navy and secure its readiness. Among other areas, the strategic guidance focuses on the industrial base, uncrewed technology, education, and diplomacy. Thirteen federal employees received recognition for their work in an assortment of fields, including applied science and engineering, leadership and management, and social science. The National Academy of Public Administration awarded the 74th Annual Arthur S. Fleming Awards on November 1st. Nominated by their agencies, the Fleming Awards are presented to employees with 3 to 15 years of federal service. The federal employees receiving recognition included Edwin Chan at the National Institute of Standards and Technology, Sujay Kumar at NASA's Hydrological Science Lab, and Andrew Metcalf at DOD's Air Force Research Laboratory. The Office of Personnel Management wants to improve on recent successes to further reduce its retirement claims backlog. A memo from OPM Director Karen Ahuja says OPM is increasing staff, streamlining processes, and building a digital processing system. OPM is also asking agencies to institute quality control measures to reduce the numbers of errors in retirement applications they submit. The memo says on average one quarter of retirement claims contain errors that extend the processing time. OPM is also asking for a projection of retirement claims expected between December 2023 and March 2024 so it can better prepare its staff. Agency watchdog offices are taking new steps to create a better workplace for employees and a better way to serve the public. A government-wide council of inspectors general says its members are making reports accessible to readers with a range of disabilities. They're also seeing if agencies are providing equal access to their public services and information. Agency IG offices are focused on promoting inclusiveness within the workforce and addressing instances of workplace harassment. The Pentagon's artificial intelligence arm wants to expand its reach into industry. The Chief Digital and Artificial Intelligence Office, or CDAO, is hosting a procurement industry forum on November 30th. It'll tell vendors about its upcoming procurement plans, needs, and mission to help industry work more effectively with the Defense Department. CDAO says it'll share information about its procurement forecast, assisted procurements, an acquisition ecosystem primer, and its needs for responsible AI, joint all-domain command and control, and other initiatives. 
Companies interested in attending need to register by November 12th. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Monday, November 6th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. 